0: This is Nathan Krishna. Welcome to my podcast series, The Winner's News," Gaining insights by going inside the minds of champions. Part one, Roger Federer and the slippery slope of excellence. Excellence is defined as a talent or quality, which is unusually good and so surpasses ordinary standards. How do we get to be excellent? Is there a step-by-step approach to getting there? How do we stay there? Is it an art or is it a science? Is it intrinsic or can it be cultivated? Why do even great people and proven sportsmen sometimes slip from their perch? Let's study this through the lens of Raja Federer, arguably the most loved and potentially one of the greatest tennis players in history. Federer is an epitome of excellence. This is the collective view of fans, fellow competitors, experts, and even critics and peripheral sport watchers. His record bears it out. His talent is awe inspiring, his style addictive, his personality endearing, his success mind blowing, his appetite overwhelming. Why then? does he have a one-sided losing record against his great rival, Rafael Nadal. He had 10 wins uh, in his first 33 matches. He had lost 23 of them by the time the 10th anniversary of the rivalry uh, happened. Some would argue that Nadal's successes have come on play, a surface where he is the history's greatest player. While there's merit to that argument, Nadal bet Federer in Federer's prime on a hard court the first time they played and on other surfaces too. He's largely had the wood on Federer for a very long time. How do we explain this? Well, we need to understand how you build excellence. The levels you need to graduate through to attain it. Let's start with level one. Level one in the quest for excellence is to hone your skills. Malcolm Gladwell talks about the 10,000-hour rule to achieve perfection. For a tennis player, hitting the ball hard with spin, margin, depth, and angle, consistently and accurately in surfaces with different pace, bounce, surface grip, heaviness of ball, atmospheric differences, position in the court. There are a whole heap of factors that professional tennis players need to Uh, work on and hone their skills in. This needs hours and hours of honing. Once you've done that, your muscle memory takes over and you instinctively know what shot to play for the type of ball presented to you in a rally. You can then play to the best of your ability with confidence and consistency. Federer did all this and mastered them in his teens. Level 2 is to be adept at pattern recognition. Once you start playing different opposition in different surfaces, you recognize common patterns of how different players play in general and specific patterns of how they play against you. Your anticipation of what is what to prepare for and execute next is based on these patterns and how well you can anticipate them. Federer clearly understands patterns when he plays Nadal. Then you get to level three which is strategy this is your response to the patterns you see and what you want to do to combat it and maximize your outcomes and success federer has his own combat strategy for his opponents why then did federer who has arguably honed his immense talent his high on pattern recognition and strategy that has provided him with sweeping success and catapulted him to be one of the greatest in history find himself coming unstuck while playing Nadal for the first decade of his playing career. The issue is this. Federer was trying to find a combat strategy for the pattern he recognizes in Nadal playing the high-bouncing spinning ball to his backhand, pushing Federer onto the defensive. Any avid tennis watcher knows that federer tries to combat this by becoming more aggressive trying to take time away from nadal and trying to keep the ball away from nadal's forehead why did the strategy not work simple you cannot be in level three which is strategy then you have not mastered level levels one and two picture this you would imagine you would imagine federer versus nadal is a competition of great champions, both playing at level three, which is strategy and execution. True for the most part, however, when Nadal plays his forehand with heavy spin to Federer's backhand, he was pushing Federer subconsciously out of level three. In his youth, Federer never practiced against this type of ball, either with an opponent or through simulation. By the time he was up against Nadal, his game had solidified and muscle memory set in. Hence, instead of going back to level 1 to find a way, Ferada tried to solve this at level 3 strategy. But his lack of honed skills in dealing with this type of input while playing his game left him bruised and with little success. His weakness was relentlessly exploited. To recognize the contrast, when Nadal applies the same strategy against Novak Djokovic, it does not work automatically. It is because both of them are in level 3. Hence, it is the better strategy and execution on the day that works for either of them when they play. The only way for Ferrer to solve this was to go to level 1. Figure out a consistent way to respond to Nadal without ceding ground when this happens. It wasn't until he switched to a larger racket went back to level one and concentrated on honing his skills on the back end did he gain proficiency over the next two years he then started to see success against nadal that's evidenced by him winning six of his last seven matches the moral here is excellence is is sequential is cultivable is achieved through progressive steps and allows you to graduate from it from the usual to the extraordinary. Thank you for the listening. I will see you in the next one.